Hey guys, Nolar here, back on 5.9 Gaming. Well, this is going to be a little different. We're going to be reviewing uh, WandaVision. It's not really a game, but it's entertainment that we all enjoy. The MCU is pretty popular, uh, despite Avengers and uh, the Avengers game not doing well on Square Enix side, but off I go on a tangent. Uh, we're going to be looking at the MCU. Um, it's kind of interesting in the state of entertainment today because of COVID. Lots of things have been pushed. Uh, the movie theaters haven't been open, so we haven't had our diehard MCU movies coming out. Um, but instead, we've been having Disney Plus. Streaming is going off very well. And they've had this series in, in the pipe for a while. And here we are. So um, before we get started off, uh, just going to introduce everyone here. Um, so far, I've got Alec Hunter. Say hello. Hey, guys. I've got Hydros. What's going on, everybody? And finally, I've got Kensei. What's good? So... Just to cap it all off, give you a little intro introduction, that is. Uh, this is the first Disney Plus MCU series. So um, if you guys see, no, there were supposed to be a whole timeline of things. And of course, pre-COVID, they had this. They, Disney and Marvel have got this stuff down pat. In May of 2020, we were supposed to get Black Widow. In the fall of 2020, we were supposed to get Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was supposed to be the first MCU uh, original series on Disney Plus, but of course, uh, they didn't finish uh, recording in time, so they got their stuff has been pushed until we can get back to uh, filming episodes when COVID's all done. Uh, and of course, Eternals was supposed to come out in November of 2020, and then Shang-Chi in February of this year of 2021 was supposed to come out, and then WandaVision was supposed to come out in spring, right before the Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Um, so... This feels a little weird because they moved up WandaVision, pushed back Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the movies have been pushed. I don't know how much longer uh, because, you know, theaters aren't exactly uh, thriving right now. But uh, yeah, that's basically what the timeline looks for right now. Um, and so it's January, mid-January, decided to release WandaVision with a total of nine episodes. Um, and it, following the Disney Plus uh, model, they're going to release uh, one episode a week. Uh, the first release, they put out two episodes. So we're going to be talking about episode one and episode two of WandaVision. And again, to be absolutely clear, spoilers. We're going to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about the show. So if you have not seen the episodes... Um, go ahead and click off for a second. Come back to us if you have, but if or if you don't care, just giving you the fair warning. We're going to talk about spoilers. So, with that said, let's hop right in. Uh, so the first two episodes, we managed to watch it. Um, what did you guys think overall? Um, so let's start off with Alec. What did you think? I enjoyed it. Uh, particularly the second episode had a lot of really good comedic moments in it, which is always great to see from MCU, MCU projects. Um, the little bits of intrigue that they're sewing in towards the end of the episode so far and a little bit throughout, like intermixed throughout the second episode, um, like the radio thing when Wanda's talking to that, uh, what the, the queen bitch lady, <laughs> For, um, uh, I forgot her name, but yeah. yeah, um, like that, that stuff is the, is the intrigue part of it. And that's, that's got my attention but I'm enjoying the ride through the rest of it as well. It's a very interesting way to start a series. Yeah, uh, seeing how it's, uh, you know, you who are the elder statesman of 5.9 here, um, kind of reminds you some of the older, uh, you know, 50s, 60s sitcoms 
of like I Love Lucy. Um, what other uh, series am I missing here? Well, I mean, still 30 years before my time, but uh, Bewitched, I Dream of Genie a little bit when they start to get in towards the color parts towards the end of the mm-hmm. second episode. Um, a little bit of like Dick Van Dyke. Um, nope. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so old shows like that, the stuff that your parents would watch or your grandparents would watch on Nick at Night. Um, <laughs> but good, good classic American television. They definitely stuck to that to that style. I, I think I remember reading an article where they said that they actually used equipment from the time frame to film those episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, just looking at it for uh, as a format. You know, I'm watching it on my 16 by 10 monitor, but it was cut in four by three, like a regular, you know, CRT TV back in the days. Right. So they really went hard with the, the you know, it's black and white, uh, of course, with some splashes of color just to give the uh, the story some time to flush out. Um, but it was four by three, the format, all that stuff, you know, the timed laughter and the um, this like prop stages and stuff. It really felt like you know, I love Lucy. All those, all those shows back in the day. Uh, Hydros, any thoughts on the two episodes so far? Uh, yeah, I thought they were really interesting way that they did it, based on going, you know, back to you know old sitcoms and stuff like that. I was kind of hoping to see um, before the end of the second episode how it went to color, maybe to see something like a, like Andy Griffith type of like you know stuff pop up because <laughs> I used to watch that a lot with like at home with my parents and stuff. So. I thought maybe you know, throw something like that in there. That was, used to be a cool show too. But uh, I like the overall effect that they did in the first two episodes, and uh, it was very comedic in the second one compared to the first one. Uh, I agree with Alec on that, and uh, it has some funny moments, especially the the talent show with Vision and stuff like that is really funny. <laughs> uh, especially when, uh, especially the when she got in the box and you know, or she was supposed to, and he, she didn't, and he's just like, what? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there there are some good moments uh i will say the the second episode was more comedic uh the first one was very formulaic for a 50s sitcom uh i i mean that might sound like a bad thing but it, it's actually pretty good because that just brought me back and i again for the most part uh the majority of the mcu fans were were born in the 90s and 2000s so they haven't seen i love lucy or bewitched or any of these old shows so this is probably their first exposure to that type of uh you know formula or structure to an episode so that's good but then they of course they changed it up and made it a little more comedic a little more modern in the second episode so that i found that to be more refreshing but it's not a bad thing that they did that formula for the first episode um all right kensei we overall thoughts uh have you enjoyed it so far what are you what are you thinking here Yes, um, I actually enjoy the second episode. The first one kind of started slow, cause uh, I, cause then once they showed that um the Marvel Studio uh, intro, and then they, and then it went to black and white, and I was like, hmm, this is really interesting. And at first, the first one was like like a, like a really old show, and I was like, mm, I can get into this. And uh, they had some like really cheesy um I call it acts in there so i liked it but the second episode was really really funny i like in how uh vision acted like he was drunk and all that kind of messed up because you know when we ate the gum and then it went to his gears yeah that was pretty funny <clears throat> and then and then i just like it everything up episode, episode two like uh with hydros uh, saying that the talent show was actually really funny i like that stuff <clears throat> other than that um 
I'm liking where they, the, the direction is going to on the third episode because I'm actually kind of curious and see what's going to happen. And I'm definitely kind of curious what kind of up group uh, is trying to capture or control Wanda because it seems like they capture her in some way and they're keeping her in this like little little prison, I, I would assume, so that she can just like be with Vision, I would say. So I don't think Vision's, you know, alive or anything. I think she's like, she's just imagining that vision is alive in there and with uh, and with her so i'm kind of curious and see what a direction they're going to go to yeah so with with the perspective you're saying just to give a little more context to people uh this series takes place after um the events of endgame if any were in endgame and as if you guys haven't seen the movies yet spoiler alert vision's actually dead like he doesn't come back from the uh the the snap from uh, iron man uh or when hulk snapped it initially uh because he died at the hands of thanos not from the snap so technically speaking he's dead um and with him in the show you're wondering what's going on um uh, at the end of the first episode the uh they zoomed out you know as as the 50 sitcom like oh you know heart sh heart shaped side and then they zoom out and i was like oh that's the end of the episode but really it was another like a minute where it was on a old four by three TV and it was someone writing stuff down and the, and there was a symbol. I'm not very familiar with the comics, to be honest. It could be uh, a bunch of like uh, something. There's a, probably a, a bigger story outline that I'm not aware of because I'm not very familiar with the comics. But there, what is it? A sword and like a circle or something like that. Like some icon there representing that. It looks like an organization is taking care of Wanda or subduing her in some degree. Um, and she's starting to break out or something along. That's kind of the intrigue of the episode so far. Um, one thing I wanted to ask was, how do you guys like the little commercial breaks with nods to, um, you know, some oh. stuff with the, the MCU in general? The Stark Industries uh, toaster. I, I want that. If it can, if it can, yes. if it can toast a pie, I want it in my life. <laughs> not, not just the I pie, don't. but the meatloaf, man. Like, come on. The meatloaf. I want to stick a meatloaf in it sandwich. pie. <laughs> the open fish cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other one that struck me was the, uh, the, the watch, the Baron Strucker yeah. Hydra watch. Yep. I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. the watch one. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. So it, yeah. it's kind of neat you, that they throw these little like Easter eggs in there. Yeah. So and then Sorry. you mentioned also on the watch that it had uh, a Hydra in it, and I was like, yep. oh, a, a little reference. I'm like, yeah, mm, interesting. I mean, that, that's the best part about the MCU is it's it's casual enough for people to just jump in and enjoy it, but for the real hardcore fans um, of the comics or just the lore in general, there's always something, they always give us a nod, you know, something for us to be like, oh, okay, that, I know what that means, you know? Um, and that's what makes the MCU so successful, at least in my opinion, where anybody could watch it, but not everyone's going to get all the references and only the hardcore guys will. And that's totally fine. So two episodes down, um, kind of interesting so far. Are you a guys a fan of the weekly episodic release? Uh, I know that's kind of a thing with Mandalorian and Disney Plus where they want to build intrigue um, instead of just dropping the entire series in one go, kind of akin to Netflix. Uh, like, uh, Kensei, do you like that kind of uh, release schedule or would you prefer to just binge it all at once? Uh, honestly, I, ever since I started watching the MCU stuff, I would prefer like just to get it with everything and just get done in one go. But I understand how they're going like with this like episodic thing. 
I am intrigued. Uh, it's a new thing, of course. It's new to like to the people that are just start, basically starting off, and I I'm a, I'm actually okay with it. So I would be saying like, yeah, it's it's a really good thing that they're going uh, this way. And other than that, uh, yeah, I just prefer if it was like like a like a movie movie. But you know, it's okay though. Yeah, it's alright for me. Alec, I mean, again, as the elder statesman of five nine, I'm with I'm with you there. Uh, the whole binging thing is kind of new to us uh, for the last like five, seven years. Uh, we are used to watching our TV shows once a week, getting excited, all that kind of stuff. Is this good nostalgia or you're just like, no, nah, I'm over it. I want to go back to streaming like everything at once. Well, OK, so for Mandalorian, for both seasons of Mandalorian, I actually waited until they were out and then binged them. Got it. Um, OK. And I kind of regret doing that. Hmm. Uh, because why do you say that because you do lose that time in between each episode to be a fanboy to speculate to to let your mind wander to re-watch that episode and be like okay i'm gonna pick this thing apart for clues you know to figure out what's gonna happen try to solve the mystery before the season ends you know um i think that's what a lot of the older generation i mean i'm, I'm 38 going on 39 so i'm not really that old um but yeah, I mean, in the 80s and 90s, when watching television, I mean, it was, it was paced. And that's that's what this series is going to be. And I think it's hitting its stride really well. We know it's only nine episodes. The first episode was a little slow to let you kind of dip your toes in and kind of get the feel of what it is that they were doing. Because it's so different from everything that's going on, you know, yep. in media now. But then in episode two, they hit the ground running. And there is everything you want from a good classic modern marvel story you know you've got your comedy you've got the chemistry of paul bettany and uh elizabeth olsen is phenomenal in this series i don't think yep. they've ever been better on screen together before this moment um and then of course you've got you've got the intrigue you've got the the agency that you're talking about the symbol that's sword it is mm -hmm. um an offshoot of shield or a partner of shield so those guys are the good guys so oh, okay. whoever, whoever, yeah, right. whoever's Sword. monitoring yeah. Wanda right now are the good guys. We know that because okay. Wanda, what are they doing to you? You know, from the radio. Um, mm -hmm. What intrigues me is the dude with the bees coming out of the sewer at the end of, of yeah, episode same. two, and she yeah, just says yeah, no, and it's like didn't mm -hmm. happen. We're starting to really see what Scarlet Witch can do, and I'm really excited on that aspect because the woman with just a thought like boom can change reality versus yeah. reality you know yeah. and yeah. we're finally seeing that like the true wanda from the comic books coming out and i'm my inner comic book geek is super excited if you can't tell <laughs> like, i mean what's her true abilities exactly because i know that she's like telepathic i'm gonna say that like what does she do exactly in, in the comics her power, her power derived from the stone, one of the stones. Well, in, that's in the MCU. In in the comics, she's a mutant, and there's other various retcon backstories that, you know, over the course of 40, 50 years, they've written about this character. But basically what it boils down to is Wanda has reality manipulating powers. Like, mm -hmm. just with a thought, she can change what reality is. Not temporarily, permanently. Like, she wills it, mm -hmm. and it changes. Like she's insanely powerful. She's like, I think in, in Marvel they call her an Omega level threat. 
Yep, which is like Iceman. Because she's a mutant. Yes. And technically in the mm -hmm. comics, she's a mutant because she's the daughter of Magneto, right? Uh, if I remember. Or am I thinking uh, that wrong? Well, yes, at one point in time, but I'm not caught up okay, with yeah. current retcons. So. With current retcons? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, if, yeah at yeah. one point, she, so basically what I'm trying to say is that she was recognized as a mutant and then the reason why she's not a mutant in the MCU was at the time she was introduced to the MCU, mm -hmm. uh, Fox and X-Men and mutants still was at Fox and Disney couldn't technically say the word mutant. That's why they call them mm -hmm. enhanced humans, or I forgot what the the exact term was in uh, what was it the the second uh, Avengers here, uh, the Avengers movie um, where they introduced them like Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch. Was so, it the uh, Winter Soldier, right? No, that's oh, the, no. the Captain America one. Uh, oh, the, yeah, okay, the Ultron one. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was Age of Ultron. I, yeah, they said something like enhanced human or something human. It was distinct to say that they weren't mutants. Right. Um, and that's why the this backstory of her in the MCU is she derived her power from the uh, one of the stones instead of, in the comics, she's just straight up the daughter of, uh, well, as of what I remember, uh, the daughter of Magneto. Uh, but yeah, she's got basically, there's a comic run um, House of M. Uh, I think you can explain this a little more clearly, Alec, but just in general, she basically said no more mutants and she just got rid of all the mutants. Yeah. I mean, there was a little more to it than that. I mean, there was a whole period where she altered reality where mutants were revered. Then, like, Spider-Man pretended to be a mutant for popularity. Um, you <laughs> of course know. he did. Of course he did. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of crazy stuff. And they are using elements of that story here. There's little things here and there that I've seen in the story that... Uh, yeah that that pointed out like the fact that by the end of the second episode she's pregnant um, which leads to their twins which once the reality of who and what the twins were were revealed to her in the comic books that's when she just lost her absolute everything and altered reality for the whole house of m story yeah so uh i look the best thing about the mcu so far is uh this is just me going on a little tangent. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to lead it, but uh, the best thing about the MCU so far is that they've uh, they do like references and revered the comics, but they adapted enough to make it good storytelling for whatever medium they're in. So if it's a movie, yeah, uh, the Civil War is not exactly like the comics Civil War, but the the concept is still there and they executed it very well in the movie form. Um, so the people at Marvel with uh, Kevin Feige, they know what to take and how to adapt it properly for the medium that they're selling it in. So for WandaVision, uh, I mean, it's really gutsy for them to try this 50s style storytelling. Um, I don't know how rece well received it is with the younger generation who have no clue of like, I love Lucy and uh, Bewitched and all that kind of stuff. So, but according to Kensei, um, he likes it. Uh, Hydro's too. I mean, I, it reminds me of that. It's past my time, but I remember watching it on TV when I was like five. Like, oh, I love Lucy. Okay. Yeah, because um, I never, I never watched any of those shows before, so right. I'm like, this is it looks like this is new to me, and I'm really digging it. It's like, hmm. Uh, now I might watch this like, like for real. So I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, and that's cool. You know, uh, exposure is great, and I think uh, they wanted to really hit that home. Um, so. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there's not too much to discuss. Um, I think the next question before we close it out is what are we expecting for episode three? So, uh, Hydros, what do you think episode three will bring for us? 
Uh, for episode three, I I would expect maybe more slowly starting to pop up, like the B guy at the end of episode two, maybe. And not only did they have like the the person speaking like through the radio and stuff, maybe more so of that, and to where she's starting to then maybe her powers are gonna start going more and more out of control, sort of say, like she's gonna start bending more realities to where. Cause just to get away from it with vision right because she wants to you know she just wants to be with vision and stuff like that so you know uh probably something like that um and then maybe maybe we'll i would like to see more of like what the outside stuff was like the the sword like the sword uh agency and see what they're kind of doing uh maybe they'll show like maybe a little teaser at the end of the third one like if uh with more sword stuff um but other than that i, I it's up in the air really what they could do Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, Kensei, what are your thoughts on what's going to happen next? Uh, I, I would think that they're going to probably going to start off with Wanda probably having the kids already, the twins. So I would expect at least maybe the baby should be in episode three, maybe at the end. But um, yeah, I'm expecting that's going to happen. Also, a little bit of reveals of the of the agency as well. So hopefully... Uh, in third episode, they're going to uh, explain or, you know, what, what Hydra said, tease them and see what are they um, keeping Wanda in what um, space they are. So I'm looking forward to, to episode three. Cool. All right. That's, that's a pretty good idea. Um, Alec, what do you think? I'm looking forward to the introduction of, um, I believe it's Monica Rambo. Uh, she was uh, an actress announced uh for the series so in captain marvel um carol yep. carol danvers friend it's her daughter yeah so and now it's 20 years after the events of captain marvel 20 plus years after and we know from the stuff that disney's told us that she's an agent of sword i want to see how she gets into this fantasy world and how you know how that unfolds and everything um also sewer b guy i really want to know what's going on with sewer b guy yeah um nightmare fuel just a a dude in a beekeeper suit coming out of a sewer and just being surrounded by bees Mm -hmm. yeah that was a little interesting i mean they teased it and so i mean they they did their job right like i'm i'm very intrigued to figure out what his role is and everything and why she just said no and reverse time and reality. What, what so. would you say if you saw a dude crawling out of the sewer surrounded by bees? I just <laughs> say no too. <laughs> you know, I'll be yeah. like, "What are you doing here?" It's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, wrong. Just, like conjured out of reality, like the the beast, like smoke stuff. Just like, no, <laughs> get away. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm interested, too, about the kids. Uh, I don't know if that'll show up next episode, because there's nine episodes. We're only in episode two. I imagine that would be, like, the mid part of the season. Granted, I don't know what the story is, so this is just me speculating. I think maybe in episode four or five we'll see the kids, but the Monica Rambo, uh, Captain, uh, Captain, um, uh, Captain Marvel's friend's daughter, uh, I remember that uh tidbit as well so that should be interesting to see i don't know if they'll reveal her next episode but i just imagine they're gonna still stick in the sitcoms 50 thing um for a little bit for this next episode but then really flesh out the uh the sword aspect of it so 
but yeah, that's what we're thinking um, that we expect for the episode three, which will be airing next week, uh, January 22nd on a Friday. I think they release it every Friday um, until the series is done. So be looking forward to that. Anything else you guys want to say before we close out? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm just looking for uh, looking for the story and seeing how they're going to adapt uh, Wanda and actually see her true powers because that's really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Hydros? Oh. Or Alec? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, make sure that you guys come back here every week because we're going to be doing this the whole season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're gonna. This is something new for us. I mean, you know, we're usually into games and stuff, but we're into entertainment as well, TVs and movie shows and uh, all all that kind of stuff. So every episode, we'll do a quick recap and give our thoughts on it. And you guys too, let us know in the comments below and all that stuff. Uh, Hydros, anything else you want to say before we go? No, I'm just really looking forward to seeing uh, how Shield plays out. You know, the Captain Marvel's uh, friend's uh, daughter, seeing where she comes into it. And uh, just in my mind, the way I see Sword is like like she went to Sword to get help or something. Or maybe she felt like her powers are getting, I don't know, getting out of control or something. And they have her like in a, some sort of like containment field. and But her powers are still altering like all this reality around them or something. That'd be pretty cool to see. So that's interesting to see what they could what they're going to do to build up into Sword. Which is cool. I mean, uh, in a uh, in a two hour movie, you're gonna have to cut out some stuff, but here they can really flesh stuff out. So I'm I'm very excited to see. Granted, it'll be every week, but you guys stick around every week. Check out the uh, um, our review of it. Um, so anything else? If that's it, that's it, guys. We appreciate everyone here. We'll see y'all next time. All right, Nalar, Hydros, Kensei, and Alec. We're out. <laughs>